I didn't know what to do. My skin suddenly started to burn and blister for no apparent reason. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay, and today we are going to talk about lupus and what it does to an individual. Now, what is lupus? Lupus is an inflammatory disease caused when the immune system attacks its own tissues. Now, we all know we all have an immune system, and we hear about it. Yes, it's good. We need to support our immune system. Now, our immune system is almost like the police cells in our body that go and kill the bad guys like viruses and bacteria and things like that. Now, the problem with lupus is where those cells start recognizing their own tissues as the bad guy and start attacking it. So it's kind of like friendly fire where your body is attacking your own body. And what happens? Destruction. And today we have on the show, Kim Rocks, who's going to share about her experience with that, and how something really changed. She got a miraculous healing from the lupus. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, Kim, what was your experience with lupus for you? Well, it started out fairly mild. I mean, I wasn't sure what was happening with my skin. In my 20s, I was having some hives. We did some allergy tests. I wasn't really allergic to anything. Mm -hmm. And then a few years down the way, I was beginning to have these huge bright red patterns, almost like a sunburn would Mm. show up right below my neck, kind of the top part of my chest. And they would just be on fire and they would actually Mm. turn into almost a large blister, just like a sunburn would. So like you're having these extreme sunburn symptoms, but then were you kind of perplexed? You're like, wait a minute, was I in the sun? Well, I had no idea what was going on. And interestingly, it would be followed by horrible flu-like symptoms, Mm. aches. You know, I would have extreme fatigue. Anytime I would have that rash on my chest, it would take literally about two to four months to recover from the full episode. That would just be the initial symptom. Wow. And so yours was, you know, over your actual body, your upper body. But for a lot of people, it actually shows up on their face, like almost like a little butterfly rash pattern on their face, right? Yeah. And that is what it would look like. It would look like a butterfly pattern. You know, the top part would be a little bit wider. It was so, you know, interesting. Yeah. So you're going through this pain and it would actually leave you bedridden for quite a long time. How many days are we talking about here? Well, it would typically take about two to four months, usually around six to eight weeks out. I could start kind of getting back into my routine just a little bit, and I would make Uh myself go for walks and things like that. But the fatigue was so significant that sometimes I would need help walking. And you're feeling fatigued because your body is literally attacking itself. It's attacking the skin. It's attacking the insides. And you're like, what? What is going on? And it just slammed you into the bed. So how, you know, how did you discover that you even had this lupus? Because at first you didn't know what it was, but how did you actually discover that you had it? 
Well, I started going to the doctor. I was given steroid cream for the skin rash part, then steroid pregnisone, other stuff that I was taking. And finally, I got sent to a specialist, which was the rheumatologist, the immunologist. Oh, They're yeah, specialists. yeah. They kind of specialize in those sort of autoimmune diseases. Right. And so basically, they did a test on you. Yeah, they did full panel blood work and it came back with markers of an autoimmune and that's what the rheumatologist had diagnosed that it was lupus. Wow. So this lupus really affected your relationships, your full-time work. How did it affect you once you found out that it was lupus? Oh, it just affected everything. I didn't see people. I was divorced and I had my kids only part-time. I would be in bed, you know, the whole time. I mean, it took everything every single day to get up and get ready for the day, go out for a walk, get outside of the house, get some exercise, maintain my life. (laughs) And the doctors basically set up a time where they would be screening you, trying to treat it, but they would be seeing you and testing you again and again. And then something happened. You got prayer from our team one night. And tell us what happened. Yeah, you know, during that prayer, I felt the presence of the Lord. Oh, what happened? I mean, all I knew is that we were praying for you, but so you were experiencing something in your body. What were you experiencing? Well, during the prayer, I just kind of felt like a warmth. And, you know, I almost felt like I was floating or something. It just felt warm and kind of dreamy feeling. Wow. So basically, right then and there, you were being touched by the Lord. And it was, you know, so interesting because we weren't even physically present with each other. It was all over the phone. And so there the Lord was with you wherever you were. Mm -hmm. And you experienced this feeling. But then something happened two to four months later. What happened? Yeah, so because I have a relationship with the Lord, I was used to His presence, but I didn't realize that I was being healed at that time. (laughs) And, you know, I saw the rheumatologist on a regular basis, and this was one of my regular appointments where I would get the full panel of blood work done. It was in December, and they did the full panel of blood work, and it all came back negative. Wow, and this has never happened before. Never, never. Yeah. And they just thought it was a fluke. And I thought the same thing. I was like, well, yeah, of course, you know, Right. I didn't really think too much about it, but they did a full panel of blood work again about two weeks later. And that all came back negative. And at that point I was like, oh my gosh. And I remembered back immediately. I just remembered our prayer time. And what I thought to myself was, this isn't a coincidence. I think God has done something here. Wow. Then it continued. I came back six weeks later. They wanted to do the full panel again, all negative, no markers for any autoimmune. What? That's amazing. What are they thinking? What are these doctors thinking? I mean, they're like, okay, wait a minute. Three negative tests in a row. Like, what's going on? Does this kind of thing happen for them all the time? No, no. It's completely just unusual. And what the doctor was saying was that he felt like I was in a complete remission. Mm. Because with lupus and autoimmune, you have like flares and remissions. But typically, you still have the markers but there was just no markers for any autoimmune. So he was oh. just saying, you know, it's just like some type of a <laughs> complete remission. Doctors are very, very reluctant to ever attribute anything to God or any kind of a healing or anything like that. Right. Kim, how many years has it been since this prayer? 
It's been four years. It'll be four years this December. That's amazing. And then how many times have they tested you through this period? Well, after the first year, they weaned me off of the medications. The doctor was like, well, there's no need for you to be on these while you're in this level of a remission. We don't need you just taking medication. And through that second year, they did the test every six months. So it was six months out. And then again, at the year mark, that was two years of all negative, no markers for autoimmune. The third year... He didn't even do the blood work at that point. So three years, they didn't do the blood work. Now, this will be my fourth yearly appointment. You know, I saw routinely these doctors. So now this will be the second year that I have only had to see him once a year, four years out. Wow, Kim, this is a big glory be to God. And this gives so much hope to our listeners who maybe were struggling with either lupus or some other ailment that the Lord actually healed you. And I really believe that God is going to do that again in someone's life. And I'm believing right now that God is touching someone even right now as we're talking. Father God, I just pray right now for your power and your presence to just begin to touch someone who's listening right now. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Kim, thank you so much for sharing your awesome testimony. I didn't even know that that even happened. And then when you shared it with us, I'm just like, gosh, that's so amazing. So thank you for encouraging us and just spreading the word of the Lord everywhere you go. Kim, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you too. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Hey guys, we'll be right back right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. Let's go deeper. Because this is a topic where it might invoke some feelings in you. You might be like, well, you know, did that really happen to her? Was that really true? I want to talk to that voice, that inner voice that might be saying that. Because what does the Bible say? James chapter 5, verses 14 through 15. It says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Now, why would the Bible instruct us to do something like this if there wasn't healing possible? You're hearing a story of healing, but I know some of you are like, yeah, 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 that's something that happens in a faraway country. But here we have doctors. Well, thank God for doctors, but they can't heal like God can heal. If God doesn't heal, then why would the Bible instruct us to do something like that? I want to share this with someone who has always been filled with doubt 
and I'm doing this to speak hope into your life. Say that you never get healed and you never get prayer. It's like someone who says you will never get a home run. So you never step up to the batter's plate. If you believe that you have sealed the deal. If you say in your heart and your mind, I'm never going to get healed. Probably it won't happen. But if you allow your heart to hope and to believe and you do the things that the Bible says to do, what if it happens? What if it happens in your life where you believe in God? God, I believe in you for my healing. I believe in you. And I know someone right now, you're going through something. You need healing in your life. It may be physical. It may be even emotional. It may be mental. There's a mental disorder or mental ailment that you're going through. I'm going to pray for supernatural healing. And if you would do this thing for me, is begin to believe. Father God, I'm praying right now in the mighty name of Jesus. As the Bible says, we are praying for the sick. I'm praying right now, Lord God. I pray for your anointing over them right now. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for them. And as we have faith, Lord God, I pray that you would save that person from this sickness and that you would extend your hand in mercy to my friend right now in Jesus' mighty name. My friend, I hope you were blessed by this show and I know your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningDonations.com. That's AwakeningDonations.com. See you next time.